All right, what's up, fake nerds? Welcome to the 88th episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. There's been a breach in the Pacific Rim, and some kaiju have escaped. I'm here with Category 4 level Ben Magnet. I'm a Category 4? Yeah, you're a Category 4. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, of course, I'm here with Category 5 level Ryan Eliopoulos. Get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. And a Category 8 level Brandon <gasps> oh, T. McClure. That's a sequel. Oh, shit. I feel really bad about correcting you now. It's episode 87. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's right. We kept saying 88 a bunch before that we did this, so that's why 88 was in my head. Subliminal. I know. That's 87. Well, it's episode 87. Ooh. And I'm a, I'm a category 8? Yeah, that's, that's Pacific Rim 5. Eight. Yeah, you're a category 8, man. Wow. That's Pacific Rim in space. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. So does it mean I don't exist? Not yet. Not yet. Just like Jesus. You're, you're like... You're like <laughs> You're 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 just a big silhouette on a video game on lock screen. Oh, oh. you got that's that's microtransactions. Wait, so I'm the mid level boss. Ryan's the final boss, and then Brandon's he's a DLC. A sec- he's a secret <laughs> boss. Yeah, you got to buy him later. Uh, how was your guys' week, guys? I don't pretty... know if I should be insulted by this. <laughs> no, hey, at least you're in the game, dude. Um, my week is pretty good. Yeah. I stormed through a book. Oh, before 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 <gasps> I, I didn't I read a book. To, just kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted to say something before we before I asked how was how was your guys' week. Well, I didn't have a week, so what's up, guys? Black Panther is number one. Is now the highest grossing superhero film in America. Wakanda forever, dude. In like yep. A, in like a month. Yeah. Holy crap. It's insane. It's not gonna beat Avengers though. Uh, Avengers worldwide gross is safe. Yeah, Wakanda forever. It's needed to make like another like five hundred million dollars, something, something like that. Yeah, worldwide. That's save Infinity War for and that. Baby. Probably if it didn't bomb in China, it would have. Did it not do well Wait, in China? It, it did China? well. It did well the first weekend, but not the second weekend. Mm. Massive uh, drop off in the second uh, weekend. Ooh, I wonder if Pacific Rim did really well over there. I don't think it's open there yet. <gasps> oh, they can't get it on at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to our Chinese listeners, <laughs> which we know that you're out there, yeah. we're sorry. Yeah, get it on until they die. Uh yeah, so that's really exciting. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, dude, because that that movie was great. I uh, I walked into Black Panther by accident when I went to go see Pacific Rim. Stayed for about five minutes. Missed the first trailer. It's whatever. Uh, all right. So how was your guys' week? It's great. I read a book. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, dude. Uh, Sparks, how was your week? Um, my week was fine. Yeah, wasn't very eventful. I I hear some other people went to WonderCon though. Yeah, my week epin sucked until I got off of work Friday or Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, had, I had a great WonderCon with you guys. I must say, WonderCon uh, is always great. To be honest. Sparks, we were, we missed you. We, we did. were really sad you weren't there. Um, we missed your felty goodness. And Sparks, yeah. I got uh, I got the the wounded Ian Malcolm. Ooh. Oh, good. Uh, good of, for you. Off of eBay. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, not at WonderCon. Because it was the only one I found at WonderCon was $70. And I'm like, no, thank you. No. Yeah, I found a Final Form Sora at the same place, too. That was $70. Remember then. the Balrog? Bal- $1,000. No, no, Chernabog. No, that's Chernabog. Chernabog. Uh, I saw, so today, today, um, today we uh, we went to WonderCon. Brandon and I went, Brandon, Fanny, and I went on Saturday. And I the four of us, Saturday. the four of us went on Sunday because sadly Ryan couldn't go on Saturday. <laughs> But he was still able to go, so sweet. Yeah. And today we were walk- looking around, and there's, of course, there's like a bunch of different pop vinyls dealers, and there's this one that had Sorcerer Mickey and Chernabog, San Diego, 480 piece limited edition exclusive. Fool was selling it for $1,000. Why would you keep it out there in the middle of just in there? Nope. Oh, no. Well, the thing is that that um, p- particular booth 
was one of the booths that you can't walk into. They oh. had all their pops showing on the outside. Interesting. But if you had to go, but if you want to buy it, you had to go to the table to buy it. So there you go. Yeah, I bought I bought the I bought John Hammond and uh, the T Rex pop uh, figure. Uh, uh, um, so I did get some other Jurassic Park pop figures. I got Lion Cat pop figure. Got a t- I got some pretty good prints. This I year. wanted to get Lion Cat, but I uh, it was just a little, a little too much yeah. for me. Oh boy! Got a pretend. Yeah. I went to the wrong freaking booth. Yeah, you did. Damn it! Uh, oh my god, I'm so mad right now. I'm really happy because I got um, I met Ian Flynn twice. Ooh, he writes comics. He wrote so- he writes Sonic the Hedgehog. I got the number one convention edition exclusive. Nice. He signed it. Nice. And I also got um, Green Lantern Earth One and Saga Volume. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, I got it. Oh, I got it for twenty five percent off too. It was awesome. Ooh. But what really? What's that Green Lantern book that they're writing? Earth One. Guy, Earth One. No, sorry, the Green Lantern guy is writing. Oh, Gibber Hardman. I already forgot. Yeah. Oh yeah. He told me, but I was super yeah. excited because. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, aliens! He's writing a new aliens book right. and drawing it. What, what? What is it? It's Lost in Space. I don't remember. I don't think it's <laughs> Cole and Lost. In space. Apparently, Lost in Space is really good though. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I got some pops. I got Supersonic, which I've been looking for. Uh. I got um Iron Giant from Ready Player One. That oh, version. The famous Ready Player One character. Yeah, yeah Iron Giant. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also got um Firestorm Mega Man. Uh, who you can't see. He was not, like 15. Not DC's Firestorm. No, no. But also another pop file that I've been looking for was another Jimmy. One. Jimi Hendrix at Monterey where he burns his guitar. That's pretty cool. So his guitar's on fire. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty cool one. So I nabbed that one. But, oh, my God. After, um, so we bought a bunch of stuff on Saturday. We had lunch, and then we, Fanny and I went to the car, dropped stuff off, so we, and also I was wearing my Mega Man costume, air quotes. Quote, quote. And we're walking around, and you guys remember the Mega Man board game? Yes. Is that your leg? That is my leg. I'm sorry. (laughs) They're getting real close. (laughs) <laughs> Brandon's playing footsies with my leg. <laughs> An accident. But I find the Mega Man board game, and if this is not the first time I found it at a con. Other places, like Long Beach, they were selling Too it for expensive. like 70 bucks, right? Yeah. This guy was selling it for 80 but it was 20 bucks off. Bam, bam. I freaking caved. Wow. If you don't play that board game, that's $60, I'm going to kick your ass. Well, that's funny, an expensive board game. It's funny because he was saying, it, well, this, there's a reason why it was so expensive. It's out, out of, of print. print. Mm. They're not making this game anymore. That's why. So I found it. I got the okay from the girlfriend, and I bought it. Damn right. And I cannot wait to play it. Uh, I'll, I'll play it with you. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of comics signed by a bunch of great people. Yes, you did. That's about very happy about it. Yeah. I was very light on comics. Uh, more trade paperbacks this year. I, uh, mm-hmm. I went for. I um, got some. I, I mean, the only comic I got was Sock the Hedgehog, but I did get the free metal one from DC booth. Wait, there were pretty. Uh, there weren't that many trade booths this year. Surprisingly, it wasn't bummed me out. I was, like, but I was really happy to found Dan Slott's uh, Silver Server. Yeah, dude. I couldn't find Infamous Iron Man Volumes 2 and 3 to save my life, and it ticked me Marvel off. doesn't want you to have the good good. I'm sorry. I want Infamous. I have the first volume. It's so They're good. They're like, Ben, is this leaving? Burn the book. <laughs> <laughs> and Marvel is just, it's like Mar- Marvel has all the Bendix books and just taking a oh, flamethrower to it. Now that he's gone, they're literally just going to burn everything he's ever made. <laughs> Out of print. Please, no. Um, yeah. Uh, do we want to get into the episode? Uh, I would. It is very late. Love to get into yes, this episode. Get Can we get it on until we die? Not yet. Hey, Damn. check our Instagrams if you want to see cool photos. Yeah, we got a ton up there. Oh, yeah. Um, well, starting the news with some comics. Well, uh, yeah. Hi, Trevor. Oh, I, I promised yes. him a shout out. Aww, we, we, and Mike. Oh, I didn't get and to see Trevor. Trevor, Mike. Uh, who else do we see? Christy. Christy? We saw Christy. Yeah. yeah. Didn't see Mark this year. I hope he's not avoiding me. Sorry, Mark. I'm sorry, Mark Guggenheim. Oh, the Googs. The Googs. Uh, well, okay, we're going to start with some comics news. Always I like comics. the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, coming out of what we've talked about in Dark Knight's Metal quite some time, <gasps> and oh. coming out of Metal. Justice League No Justice, which we t- touched on as well, oh, no, are so far... This is so good. Three, who are you, Ryan? No, I'm I'm the lead singer of the Dungeon Masters Power Metal Band. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> there could only be one Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ryan's choking him. Um, our th- our f- we've we've known for a while there were four new Justice League books coming out of Justice League No Justice, and for a while we were like, what could they be? And now, oh, sorry, just real quick, is No Justice like the event that's launching these books, it's or a, is it's a four issue miniseries, four issue weekly miniseries that will launch these books? Got it. Okay. Um, and the first one was announced earlier in the week called Justice League. It's the main Justice League title. Mm-hmm. No surprises there. Uh, written by Scott Snyder. Sweet. The first issue of it by Jim Chung. He was there today, and I didn't get anything of his sign. I'm so, so sorry. Sad. And the second issue was written by Jorge Jimenez, who was uh, drawing um, Super, Super Sons. Sons. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, the team, that, that team. Well, there's no, uh, there's not a lot of information about what some of these Justice League books will be dealing with. Uh, this team will feature Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So the Triumphant, Green Lantern, John the Stewart. Trinity? The, tri- the Trinity. The Trinity. The Triumphant. It's close. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern, John Stewart. Awesome. Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Yep. The Flash Barry Allen. Yep. Martian Manhunter. Yep. Become Martian Manhunter back on the Justice League for the first time since the New 52. This looks a lot like the Justice League Unlimited team. And Hawkgirl. This oh, looks just like the Justice yeah. League it's Unlimited the team, baby. It's the this looks series. a lot like dun, that. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's, the, it's the animated series Justice League uh, plus Cyborg. Mm-hmm. I guess. I guess. You gotta, gotta throw them in there, right? They won't yeah. get rid of them. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Put Cyborg back in the Teen Titans. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, not a lot, of, not a lot is known, but it's this, it's gonna be the flagship Justice League team, uh, Justice League Dark. Uh, trying that title Hell again. Hell, yes, dude. Written by James Tinian the Fourth. Awesome. And uh, this one's strange. So it's penciled by Alvaro Martinez, inked by Ralph Fernandez, and colored by Brad Anderson. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've seen that many. It's usually it's usually a, a regular comic has inkers, colorers, and pencilists. But we normally hear like artists. Is oh, because yeah. because they don't get cr- a lot of uh, other people don't get credit. Like right. anchors and stuff right. don't get the credit. This, that is, this is the first time and the only time that I've seen this yeah. uh, happen. Uh, but this team will consist of Wonder Woman, uh, Swamp Thing. So can you wait? Can you stop right there? Yes. Can you say that again? Swamp Thing. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Hey, you, you good? I'm good. Hey, You're wearing hey. a Swamp Thing shirt. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Ryan. <laughs> oh my God, I'm wearing a Swamp Thing shirt right now. It's so hey. funny. Hey, Ryan. What's up? Did you know that Swamp Thing's gonna be on this team with Wonder Woman? Yeah. What a dynamic. Hey, I you know, know, I, I, that's, I, that's it. That's I, all. Just like dark. The art for this one looked really interesting because Swamp Thing. You know, so Swamp Thing, it, 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 it doesn't grow naturally. He has to choose to grow parts of his body. It's like Groot, which means he decided to grow dreadlocks. <laughs> Uh, Groot went through a dreadlock phase like did two he, years ago. Yeah. Did he also grow like this and great, a beard? Yeah. He grew this great old, it's wizard like, It's beard. old man swamp thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like a great wizard beard too. Detective Chimp. Hell yeah. Coming out of Dark Type Metal. Hell yeah. Uh, man Bat. Huh? Do it a clay phase, I guess. Kirk Langstrom, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like man, I like the new Man Bat design. And uh, Zatanna. That's Justice League Dark. All right, baby. Yeah, so it's going. this one actually does have some plot. Uh, reveal. Ooh. This one is going to be dealing with the magic has been disrupted at the end of Dark Knight's Metal, and the plot sees the begin the sees the beings who created it coming to take it back. Ooh. Hmm. There's, okay. a, there's another bit uh, that Scott Snyder revealed that at the end of Metal. Spoiler for the end of, for the end of Metal, guys. Oh, I don't know if I want to hear it. Is it actually like a big spoiler? No. Okay, never mind. But it it, it is important for Justice League. Okay. Um, can, I, can I take my Yeah, hand? you can take your It's not a video. If you can still hear me, if you can hear me say that, <laughs> no, it was no, clearly no, not I, helping. No, I couldn't hear you, actually. <laughs> um, the the Hall of Justice will come back. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Oh, whatever. So the, but, so no, I, when, I told you. No, I know, but like the, the spoiler's been revealed in like, oh, the building. <laughs> so the Hall of Justice is going to come back and w- complete with magical portals. And so that's where a lot of these Justice League teams will be coming, will be leaving from to like, do their... Like a new Watchtower? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Justice League Odyssey, the third book. Yes, 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 yes. Written by Joshua Williamson. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. He's writing on the Flash. 
drawn by Stepan Cedric. Oh and gosh. this is where I tell you guys that I still have bruises from when Brandon yeah. was hitting my arm when yeah, he found dude. this out on Saturday. Did you see that cover too? Yeah. That's, Here's he, the team. Yeah, dude. Starfire. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool character. Love like Starfire. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cyborg. All right, awesome. sure. I'll He's take got it. two teams. Okay. Two Teen Titans. Why not? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. She's apparently she's been yep. been doing some pretty good she's stuff. She's cool. Uh, Azrael, who's uh, been great on uh, the, the, the type of comics, so coming coming back. He's, he's going like, on. A, he's going on an Odyssey. You say Justice League team? Yeah. He's like a mystical sort of guy. So okay. Yeah. And there's one more. Um, oh, how do you pronounce this guy's name? It's, it's a little known character, uh, created by Jack Kirby in like the the the, the 1700s or whatever. 70s. Um, That's his name. Tell me his. Say my name. Draxeed? Nope. Who's Draxeed? Nope. <laughs> nope. Dracula. Oh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a typo. Dark side. <gasps> and he's not like old man dark side. He's like young, sexy dark side. <laughs> young, sexy dark side. Yeah. Uh, just trying to uh, just trying to explain. That art is so good. Dude. It's Stefan Sedgwick. All four of us love Stefan Sedgwick. So what do we think about these three books? I'm going to buy them all. Um, At least first issue. I know. I sure as hell am going to get an Odyssey. There's no way I'm going to miss out on Stefan Sedgwick. Yeah. Uh, Sparks, what do you think about these guys? I've been riding the DC train so far. I'm not going to stop now. But like, And they're still killing it. Like the dark side on a Justice League team. I'm in. I am so There's epic. a big thing with like turning your villains into heroes. So like I wonder if it's going to be more like a I can't see Darkseid being like well, a remember, good guy, more no. like a he has to be on the team for a reason. Well, remember yeah. he he died, so this could be yeah. a new Darkseid. This could be Well, like, no, because it, we've seen him in, in Wonder Woman killing gods no, to become older. Oh yeah. shit, never no, mind. Yeah. That's why uh he's not on Wonder Woman's team, right? No. no. That's what's interesting. So I guess they're just going to Well, so I want So here's the thing, here's the thing that I, I am I, well, I think this choice is very exciting. I think it's also very strange because I've talked at length about how I don't love the um, turning your villains into heroes thing. How do you feel about Lex Luthor right now? Uh, well, he's going back to being a villain soon. But what I mean, in like the last like two years, he's been a good guy. Yeah, I mean, but Lex Luthor's always walked that line. I would say more recently he, than not. Sure, but like the Lex Luthor I like is kind of like, I just hate Superman. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a bad guy. <coughs> yeah, okay. I just hate Superman. That's cool. yeah. That's the Lex Luthor I like. So I've always been kind of on board with that. But Darkseid is just evil. Yeah. And 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 it's like, I and I and I feel like DC has been very like we've said. DC doesn't really stray too far from Jack Kirby's cosmic. So I cannot see them like overhauling Darkseid to becoming a good guy. Um, I don't, I don't think they will. It reminds me of um. The X Men when Apocalypse was dead and they brought back Evan in Uncanny X Force and he's the, he's a child Apocalypse mm. uh, and like everyone tells him it's your destiny to destroy the world kind of like Hellboy but like he does everything in his power to try to be a good person so it, we had to, we have to know more about the story but like I just there's nothing I just can't see Darkseid like saying yo I'm a good dude like it's got to be like he has to be on this team for some stupid right. reason like like kind of like in Dragon Ball Super when Frieza has to work with good guys even though he's a bad guy spoiler that's not I mean I know I've already okay, know. I, guess, I already yeah. know it. Yeah. Um, all these books will be out in June. Oh, that's not far at all. No, they'll be in this. They'll be in this month's solicitations, <sighs> dude. I, I have so many books, and more books keep coming out. And they all look so good. I know. Oh boy. I I was like, I'm only gonna pick up one of these Justice League books. Oh, Justice League Odyssey. Shit. Oh, Justice League Dark. Something has a cool haircut. I know. So yeah, this is great. We're, I think we're all on board. I agree. Anything else you wanted to add about Justice League? I, uh, either any of you. I'm adding like three more books to my pull list. So that's yeah, seriously. Cool. Sparks, anything you wanted to add before we moved on? Nah, I'm just stoked. I can't wait to read. Do you have a favorite team of those three? To be honest, no. no. They're all equally awesome? I I don't have enough experience in them to to be able to pick a favorite amongst them. Sure, sure, sure. 
I'm now seriously considering restarting my pull list at the store. I think you should. But my store? Yeah. Really? Well, that's the only one. Surely you have one closer. I I do. I'll tell you off mic why I'm thinking your store, but. Sure, 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 sure. You just come like every other week? Well, the thing is, is that there's Justice League Friends. Are we off mic? No. I was kidding. Oh. <laughs> the thing is, it's Justice League by Scott Snyder, and then there's um, Odyssey by Stefan Cedric, and then Sonic's coming back, so I want to be up to date on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my financial situation has actually changed a little bit for the better, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I kind of want to do yeah, some better reading. hours. That eh, kind of sort. That's debatable. But oh, that's I don't want to miss out on Stefan Cedric. Yeah, me I really, really do. Not I mean, I've 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 promised to pick up everything Stefan Cedric does. But shit, that was one of the books I forgot to get at WonderCon today or look for. Aquaman Volume Four. Aquaman Underworld? wasn't there. I saw. I was looking. Oh, okay. you would have saw that sexy Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, you see him from a mile away. That sexy goatee, long hair yeah. Aquaman. Frank Miller oh, yeah. has apparently signed a five book deal with DC. Frank Miller. Frank Miller. Eh. Uh, so we know of one. At least Superman. It's, not, it's not Marvel. Superman Year One with yeah. John Romita Jr. Yep. For the DC's Black Label. Uh, we know of another one now. Do we? A young adult graphic novel starring Carrie Kelly. Huh. I mean, if anyone's going to do it, that's. I mean, I'll give him Can credit. you really see Frank Miller writing a young adult novel? Graphic what? novel, sorry. Oh. Oh, it's young adult? It's, it's for DC. It's for DC's Ink and oh, Zoom label. Oh, God. I want to see that man not draw like a giant bulge or someone getting like their face... Punched in. Like, he's detail. not drawing. Well, he's, I mean, we don't it, we don't know who's. What I mean, he's a very still, intense writer. But still, all of Frank Miller's stuff is pretty damn mature. That's what even, I mean. So like, it's even when be... he was writing Daredevil, it was still pretty. No, nah, that's mature as hell, dude. Yeah, yeah, that was um, mature as hell. So him going like, because his audience is like our age. I don't think I've ever read anything of his that hasn't been at least like PG thirteen. Yeah, so that's gonna and be. I'd love to see him write, try to write a wholesome book. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm on board for him doing Carrie Kelly because that's his character. Me too. I'm okay yeah. with that. If like, if honestly, if it was somebody else, I honestly probably wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm a huge Frank Miller fan anymore, but uh, it is his character, so like, I'll give it a pass. I'll, right. I'll I mean, yeah. but half of this is like cool, and then you hear the other half, you're like, oh shit. Do is there? Have you seen any art or anything yet, or no? No. Okay. Uh, Sparks, what do, you, what do you think about this one? Um, I'm not super in love with anything Frank Miller's doing right now, yeah. so. I'm kind of lukewarm about it. Yeah. Even about even about Carrie Kelly, I'm like, yeah, but seems like something that we needed a long time ago, and now maybe we don't. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, maybe it's a little like 20 years late, 30 yeah. years late. <laughs> uh, well, there's not much else we can say about that because we don't know much a whole, a whole lot about about that. But uh, The Incredibles two is coming out soon, and Dark Horse is going to be publishing a couple of comics for it. Dark, Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Not Marvel? Pixar, um, I think, has an independent label. Weird. Oh. That's weird. Uh, and, and besides, um, Disney... Uh, Disney publishes. They don't produce. No, 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 I mean, Disney like published through Marvel, and Disney published through Disney Books, and oh, Disney yeah. publishes through IDW. Like, Disney has a ton of... Yeah. It's, just, it's just interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Disney's reaches. Oh, God, Disney's reaches far. I think the original Dark Horse comics were put out by... Dark Horse also. The the original Incredibles yeah. co- uh, comics were put out by Dark Horse that's pretty also. Good. That's a pretty good video game. Not 100% sure. On the, on the GameCube. It's a pretty good game. Uh, but yeah, so the first one will be called Incredibles 2 Heroes at Home. Uh, written by Liz Marsham. Uh, uh, art uh, art by Nicoletta Baldari. Um, that's going to be a graphic novel. An original graphic novel. Oh, it's like a standalone graphic? Yeah. Cool. Uh, it will follow Dash and Violet doing housework. Violet, not Violent. Returning Violet, Violet. Um, doing ho- housework while their parents uh, go grocery shopping. However, their superpowered baby brother, Jack Jack, yes. turns simple housework into total chaos. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, 
Does uh, it say if it's like a sequel, prequel? It doesn't really matter. Side story. Uh, it's like it's like side story. Past one. Prequel. It's like side story and prequel. Like it, I think I think this like some of them take place during. And here's the this is why I said some of them. This, this is the other one. Uh, Incredibles two, Crisis and Midlife. Oh, and there's other mul- stories. There's multiple. Yes, got it. So this was the other one that's coming out. It's going to be a three issue miniseries, written by Christopher Christopher Christos Gage, uh, and Laundry Q Walker, uh, with art by. Oh, I love it. You had that oh, sign. That means no. that's, a, that's a big name. Gurhiri. Uh, nope. Gurhiri. <laughs> uh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not even trying. I'm bad too. <laughs> Just sounded like the Swedish Shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sorry. J Bone. Which is a nice name. Thank you, J Bone. <laughs> what up, J Dog? Uh, Andrea Greppi and Roberta Zanota. Okay. So, artists, if you're listening, we sorry we were pushed over your name. <laughs> uh, they are. Oh, so, no. We're sorry. Brandon butchered your name. <laughs> I butchered it. Well, Ryan didn't help either. I got one. Ryan tried. <laughs> now I'm out. Um, I, d- I, I haven't even seen it yet. So three I'm issue miniseries and will contain two parallel stories. Uh, the first one is called Crisis in Midlife, which follows Mr. Incredible fighting uh, the supervillain Bomb Voyage. Diabetes. <gasps> Bomb Voyage. Bomb Voyage. That's brought, a good no, name. No, they brought him back for the first movie. Yeah, Remember? was he like the flashback guy? No, he was the in the um, very first scene before um, all the yes. super stuff happened. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he'll be fighting the supervillain Bomb Voyage, who wants to ruin a new submarine dedication ceremony. The oh, second it's like story, the, flash museum. the second story is bedtime story, uh, where Mister Incredible tells Jack Jack a story from his glory days, one that Dash and Violet have never heard of before. Oh, flashbacks! That's cool. I like That's that. cool. Monsieur uh, Incredible. <laughs> Sorry, I love that scene Spark, so much. Since, uh, since you're the uh, Disney uh, aficionado I here, I hate Disney. What do you think about these <laughs> guys? Um, I I mean they sound cool. Uh, I've read plenty of Disney comics that um, you know don't appeal to me. Not not because even I'm going to say that they're not good, but because they're just not written for my age sure yeah it's like they're not they're not even trying to appeal to my audience they are written for a young audience and that's fine that's all well and good so i mean that's awesome but if these are like uh the recent disney princess comics that disney's been putting out where they have a lot of good humor and really nice art and stuff for adults to enjoy too then i'm i'm all down to read it yeah totally were there incredible comics yes yeah uh mark uh millar i think wrote one really yeah interesting Oh. Was it also super sadistic and twisted? No, because <laughs> that's the Mark Miller. It was. Be, it was during his Superman Adventures days. Oh, cool! Okay. When he was writing before he wrote Superman Red Sun, right. went off to do his own thing. Uh, yeah. I probably won't read these to be honest. No, that's fine. If they're if they're you're, like young adults, you're not like, obligated you know. to no, read anything. I'm obligated. <laughs> <laughs> all the media, right? Consume all the. I just want to. I want to. Uh, what's the guy? What's the mole man's name in this? The Underminer. Underminer. The that's Underminer. That's the greatest name, dude. I just want to <laughs> Underminer Origin. I really like the names in this one. Bomb yeah. Voyage. Yeah, I know. Great. I love superhero names. Yeah. The ones that aren't used, you got to be creative. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Gazer Beam. That's Gazer Beam is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's move on then. Yeah. Speaking of Disney. Oh. Disney is opening three Marvel th- Marvel themed parks. Thank you. Kevin, or lands. Kevin Feige. Marvel themed lands. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was thinking, that's not right. Nope. Uh, one in Disneyland uh, in California, mm-hmm. one in Hong Kong, Sweet. and one in Paris. Sorry, let me say like Pacific Rim, like the, the senator from Pacific Rim, Hong Kong. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just watched that movie recently. Um, the I'm going to read this straight from the article because I didn't have a lot of time to um, paraphrase it. Yeah, uh, the new superhero themed land in Disneyland will open in 2020 
and it'll include attractions with Spider-Man and the Avengers. The land will be anchored by the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride that opened in 2017. It will be located in the adjacent space currently occupied by Bugs Land. So Bugs Land is getting oh, no. mowed over. Oh no, Bugs Life. Oh, uh, we knew from James Gunn that there was a there was a, like a secret hatch that has the Avengers logo in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Doesn't and this was this is what it, I was building to. Um, Sparks, are you sad to see Bugs Land go? I'm sad to see the show It's Tough to Be a Bug Go. Um, oh. More specifically, I'm upset because the day that they announced this, they closed Bugs Land the day before the announcement, which means that they just unceremoniously closed. Uh, they, they unceremoniously closed It's Tough to Be a Bug. Oh, Excuse me. Oh. So, so it was just like, hey, remember how that was here yesterday? It's not anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020, that's pretty soon. When's Star Wars line coming out? Soon. N- next year. Uh, 2019. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Guys, we should do that. we got to do that VR thing, all four of us. We do. What VR thing? The VR thing uh, at Downtown Disney where you can play as uh, a rebel in, in, uh, doing uh, going through Mustafar. I don't know. K two S. I don't know anything about this. We talked. We talked about this on I, the show. I'm like, I'm on the car right over there. We did, yeah. And the car right over there. Oh, okay, the car yeah. right over I to just never, I just, today. I've never seen it, so I don't have context like what it actually looks like. Right. Uh, it's you know, it's a VR thing, and you go into this thing, and you're and you're infiltrating Mustafar with K2SO. That's awesome. Think Except laser. before Rogue One. Think oh. laser tag. Okay. Both okay. VR. Yeah, got it. You dress up as stormtroopers. I like it. I like stormtroopers. Yeah. So we got four of us. All four of us got to do that. Hell yeah, fun. Yeah. Hey, but more Marvel, more Marvel, more Marvel. Please. Well, I, I'm not sad to see Bugs like go. I mean, I am bummed out because I did see it's tough to be a bug once, and it wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. But the rest of Bugs Land is like, eh, whatever. Um, well, Walt Disney Studios Park in Paris, um, for our Perry listeners, because we're not going <laughs> um, yet, will be a, ever. Um, a new Marvel-themed area will also open in 2020. Uh, one attraction will have people team up with Iron Man and their favorite Avengers on a, quote, hyperkinetic adventure. Huh. Hyperkinetic adventure. <laughs> Disneyland Paris will also host Marvel's Summer of Superheroes from June 10th to September 3rd, which launches this summer. It's a live-action super production featuring Marvel heroes, special effects, and projections. Ooh. Very exciting. Projections. That's like, that sounds like when, when, when DVD special features used to include interactive menu. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you can go up or down. <laughs> no, you can play <laughs> games on the menu. Remember that? I remember that. I remember like that. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean had Liar's Dude, Dice in it. Some early DVDs had some really interesting things. Like, oh, yeah. You guys are really trying that they don't do any of them. They yeah, they tried. Yeah. Um, and then Disney is going to work on a multi-year expansion at Hong Kong Disneyland. Sorry, Hong Kong. There you go. Uh, it's like the Law & Order sound. Dung, dung. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's racist or not. No, okay, so, so this is White Senator and Pacific Rim. The first Pacific Rim, where they're just like we're going. To, he's like we're going to to move all of our Jaegers and all of our last uh, last line of defense to our to our Shadow Dome in Hong Kong. Oh, okay, yeah, I remember now. Dong, dong. And the way he says it's just <laughs> always been funny to me. Okay. Anyway, uh, multi-year uh, Hong Kong design, uh, which includes a new themed area. Big surprise! It'll feature an attraction where guests team up with Ant Man and the Wasp, and it'll join the Iron Man experience, <sighs> which opened in I, 2017. I want Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, because I gotta go to Hong Kong. I'm glad we get we got Spider Man in California though. Yeah, yes, yeah. he is much more of a coastal kind of guy. Than I guess. Yeah, I mean we're all pretty excited for this. Oh yeah. I mean I go to Disneyland every once in a while because it's super expensive, but like I, you add more Marvel and more Star Wars, I go there more often. That's how you get me there. Because like um, I love I love Peter Pan and Disneyland and stuff, but like that's not really my demographic. Mm-hmm. A little bit. 
So what are you trying to say? I'm, it's my demographic. I listen. I I'd rather ride Hyperspace Mountain than Peter Pan's Boingo ride. I'd rather ride Rockin' Space Mountain. Keep on rocking the free world. <laughs> Remember Rockin' Space Mountain back in uh, that? No, I don't. Nope. Never mind. Nope. I'll <laughs> tell you guys later. Sparks, uh, you and I, we go to Disneyland probably more often than these two. I wish um, I could afford it, dog. What do you? What do you? What do you think? I mean, I I'm excited, obviously. Sure. I I'd like I like to see. I hope that there's some amount of you know, each Marvel superhero getting a touch in each land that they're adding. Not like, uh, oh, you if you really like Hulk, you gotta go to Florida. And if you <laughs> yeah. really like, you know, I hope that's not necessarily the case right. for representation across the board. Yeah. Um. You know, like like every park should have something Black Panther. Yeah, I agree. Uh, obviously, um, so uh, but I'm but I'm excited. It's it's not surprising. It's something that's been talked about as a rumor for a while that it's a bug that Bugs Land was going to go and become more Marvel stuff. Um, I just hope it's done with more care. Uh, and this is not a full on bash, but with more care and quality and attention than uh, Mission Breakout was. Because that was not just that a redress, I, right? Not that I think Mission Breakout is bad, but they could have put more into it. Yeah. I agree. Um, well, finally, for what I have, like I said, I kept it light this time. Uh-huh. Uh, Deadpool was getting an animated series on FX. Wait, did we get a new trailer? Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We oh. got a new trailer this week. Did we get this that, this week? Yeah, yeah. We did. Yes, that was this week. Sure was. Oh, okay. Well, then. Well, let's talk about. Second to last thing. Let's, yeah. Let's um, talk about not Deadpool first. Deadpool was supposed to be getting an animated series on FX. Keyword was. Yeah, they've scrapped it because Donald Glover and FX have parted on creative differences. He's got Atlanta. I'll be all right. Uh, it's kind yeah. of a bummer, I'll be honest, because I, I thought he w- I thought that would have been really good. Yeah. I was really looking it's, forward it's to It's a surprising that. turn of events, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, that dude is wicked talented. So, like, yeah. Like, he was doing so many things at once, and then and then the Deadpool thing was done. So, I'm like, man, well, this guy can, can do everything. It's, it's so weird because FX is known for, like, just letting creators run with things. So and he I, did Atlanta, I'm like, yeah. Right, and I'm like, where could the issue be here? Uh, because that that almost never happens. Like, w- what could Donald Glover have asked for that was so unreasonable to them? Because they usually just let him like, they usually let creators just do whatever. Yeah, the only thing that I was I was trying to I was talking to Brandon about this, like, try to like figure out like why? Because yeah, like FX is a very creator driven network. Um, my only thing is is like because it is. It's not like Atlanta where it's its own thing. It's Deadpool, which is a huge property. Like, uh, just they had different ideas. Like, and it really is just creative differences. And like, and he's just like, I wanted to make something that was like this, and they just weren't for it, so I'm just gonna leave. Like, I don't. It, it's it sounds. It sounds like that sounds boring, but like, it it's weird for FX to do something like that. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, well, I guess there was a trailer also this week. There was. Which I, hell, I watched, but I forgot what hell, was this it's week. A hell of a good trailer. Good trailer. Good trailer. I really like this one. Oh yeah, me too. I I just love the part where um Deadpool finally says we're gonna be the X Force, and then Domino's like, like <laughs> yeah, and then Domino's like, what are they call it? You said that uh, there's Ooh. a rumor going online. Ryan said, oh yeah, what? Uh, they, there was a rumor going online that the little boy, the pudgy little boy, is Hope. Yeah, I which think, I don't buy. I, I think it's just because like that's that's the cable story. Yeah, but like in this movie, he's coming to kill this kid. So you see in a different trailer, you see him with fire powers. Mm-hmm. So this is a, I don't think it's hope, but like people just go to that. It makes me think, and I, this is. Yeah, people also think the soul stone is within, is within Iron Man. Yeah, well, we know it's true. Um, yeah. There's this. Also people cre- think the soul stone is in, is in Hawkeye. 
He's got a family dog. He's super soulful. That's right. Um, Continue. Uh, he. Oh man, I lost my train of thought. Nope, it's gone. No, he, he has fire powers. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that it might involve the phoenix, and that he's because the phoenix is something that like destroys people. But they're doing phoenix and dark exactly. Phoenix. That's why it's not happening. But if the, the reason Cable comes back is either to save someone or to kill someone. So like you can't just be like a nobody. I think he's trying to kill someone because he's definitely trying to kill a kid. No, that's 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 what it is. But like, he has fire powers, so who knows what the hell that's gonna be? I thought those looked hilarious, especially the holy epsicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of uh, of cable and there's like that really quick shot of Deadpool doing donuts in Doctor and uh, Professor X's chair. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more expansion stuff. We see the Blackbird and we see yeah, Professor yeah. X's chair. That's it, probably the most of it. <laughs> Megasonic Teenage Warheads back. Cool We're definitely getting more mutants in this one. Which uh, is awesome. So we got um we got Surge, who is a lightning lady. Uh, we got uh, George Washington Bridge, which is, uh, I think that's his name, which is Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Definitely got Shatterstar, who is a stupid X-Men character that I love. He's got the stupid helmet. Uh, and then there's one character that's pl- played by It's still, uh, Bill Skarsgård. We still don't know who he is. Hmm. And he's just a random mutant. But there's a whole lot of X-Force going on. They're probably all going to die. Sparks, what do you think about this one? <sighs> Ooh. Oh. I'm... I'm no, I relax. I just he sighed. I know. I'm nervous, as I am when Fox makes X Men movies, that there's too much crammed into this movie at this point. Sure, I can. And it's it's that. it's making me nervous that this is going to feel like a instead of a. Uh, this is not the most the best comparison, but that this is going to be more like a you know. Deadpool 1.5 to step to X Force rather than a true Deadpool sequel. Oh, totally. Like I an Iron Man, like an Iron Man 2 situation. Yeah, yeah. Or a Batman v Superman situation. Okay, but yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's going to be as bad. But no, I'm yeah. Saying the, like it feels like setup. that that tonal theme stepping stone where it's like it's Deadpool 2, but it's not really. Deadpool or like amazing. It's, it's X Force Zero. It's like Amazing know? Spider-Man it's, setting up the Sinister Six, like in the movie. Yeah, I. You know, it, it does feel that way, but it's directed by one of the John Wick guys, and I just I, I gotta no, have no, faith. No, no, no. Gotta have faith. I know. I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm trying to stay positive and everything. Yeah. This trailer did make me feel a little nervous where I hadn't until now. Where I I'm like, this feels like a lot this... being shoved into this movie to build X Force. When I I really just wanted another Deadpool movie. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. Like with Cable in it, like with Cable in it is awesome, but now it's starting to feel a little loaded. Because of the John Wick guys, actually, I like. I think so far from what I've seen, I like the the action action a lot better. The action is clear. Like you can tell these guys are they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm looking. I'm 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 pretty sure we're going to see some long action shots, much like we see in John Wick. Yeah. Not a lot of quick cut edits, uh, like we see with Michael Bay. Um, Or even Chris Nolan, like yeah. you've seen those Batman's, those Batman movies. Chris Nolan. It really took until like Rises before it was just like shaky, 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 shaky. I'm yeah. like, oh, dude, stop. Yeah, and this like, isn't boxing. the Bourne movies. And like boxing, boxing, boxing. Yeah, no. Yeah, but um, look, I'm excited for this one. It comes out uh, a week before Solo. Um, yeah. So hey, How yay. Uh, that's all I got. Anyone else got something? No, I got something. Um, oh, Ben's yeah. got something. Uh, Monster Hunter World is Capcom's fastest selling game of all time. Yep, and in less than two months, it's almost sold like more than like Resident Evil's took years to sell. Like, wow. It's 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 like it's it came out just like Near Automata. It came out very early in the year, and it's already a game of the year container. You know what really bummed me out? Capcom wasn't at um, WonderCon this year. They don't really have been. Eagle Moss yeah. had, wasn't at WonderCon this year. Yeah, I, I was bummed about that. But yeah. speaking of video games, Ben, you have something yes. you want to touch so on. So of course, as we all know, I love video games. Yeah, they're all right. And yeah. Stephen King. 
No, that's a. Di- oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I was say that's a different magazine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I, one of my favorite magazines to read is Game Informer, and they just recently had their 300th issue. So congratulations to them. I got their Red Dead Revolver, uh, the Red Dead Redemption uh, cover. Yeah, you, you got the Red Dead um, cover. I got the Minecraft cover. I was really hoping for the that's Met- a shitty cover. <laughs> I was really hoping for the st- press, press start or Metroid. Ben. But that's beside the point. The point is that it's 300 issues, and they decided to compile a list of the 300 best video games ever made. And we're going to go through every single one in great detail. Strap in. <laughs> no, we're not. Because remember, we did a hun- they did 100 greatest RPGs ever made. Now that's just like video games, period. So we're going to talk about maybe the top five this time. Let's do the top five. Mass yeah. Effect 2 was 12. Just uh, list them out and we'll, get it, get we'll it, get touch it. on yeah. just kind of like our uh, our initial thoughts. And, you know, I don't know so much about video games. So it's mostly 10, like, Mass um, Effect 2. 9, well, Mass Effect 2. I know Dude is number 13. I think that's hilarious. It's a good game. Um, and as Sparks and Ryan, you guys uh, probably will have some thoughts on these ones. Well, let's actually start at number six because number six, I think, is hilarious to numbered because number six is Final Fantasy VI. It's because that's the best Final Fantasy. It is one of the best games ever made. Uh, five is World of Warcraft. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four is Grand Theft Auto Five. It's a good one. Cool. Number three is Tetris. It's a video game. It counts. Number two is Super Mario Brothers 3. I would put that as number one. I'm surprised that that beat a Super Mario World. Yeah. But number one is The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past for yeah, the Super Nintendo. Right. That's a good game. I have not played any of them. I have played all of, all of them except World of Warcraft. Sparks, what do you think about this? Uh, it's, it's an okay list. I don't agree with all of them. Yeah, I, I would say that too. But we can argue, we can discuss that some other time. Let's do it for three hours. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, maybe, some we could put a game, maybe we could put a game. We put out a game informer special, or just a video game show, or just a video game show, or just a Mass Effect two show, or not a video game show. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if that gets off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Who would listen? <laughs> All right, anybody else got any more news to touch on? Or mm, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Dra- like... Dragon Ball Super had its last episode oh for God. now? Question Dude. mark. Uh, last night. Did I? So I sent you the I definitely sent you Sparks the thing about there was the strip club that was like whoever yes. who if Goku wins you get free stri- lap dances. Yeah, I think yeah. you told us yeah. everyone that. Uh, okay, cool. And then also I did not see this for the oh. for this for the last episodes. I think it was somewhere in Brazil, like the, their town center Mexico. had like a hundred thousand people in in like the town center, and they put it on the big screen, and like the entire town watched this last episode. Like it's it was like a cultural phenomenon. I I heard I heard it was trending for hours it's last insane, night. Insane, dude. It's it's been extremely well received. Yeah, this is the last episode. Again, we do not know that the series is ending. It really seems unlikely, considering that the film. Was was just announced to be a direct following of the show so um i would say there's certainly much more dragon ball to come well here's my question do those people get their free lap dances i didn't i don't i don't, uh, don't know it, who won. i don't want spoilers. i don't know i don't i don't know who won yet i am watching uh in a uh viewing party tomorrow so okay. i have not watched yet uh, um, I've I've, yeah. I've started watching super and i fell asleep uh you know the thing where you have your phone and then you drop the phone on your head. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that like three times trying to watch Dragon Ball <laughs> uh, yesterday. I'm, uh. I'm, gl- I'm glad that you're enjoying it. I will tell you this, Ben. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things about new Dragon Ball has been that they're not afraid to let Goku lose from time to time. Oh. So so it could it could go either way. Okay. That's really cool. That's really cool. All right. What do you say we get into our review? Uh, this week is Pacific Rim Uprising. Get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. Full spoilers for Pacific Rim Uprising. If you have not seen the film, please pause it here and uh, or skip to the book club. But uh, if you care about spoilers, don't listen beyond this point. I'm going to be 1,000% honest. 
I probably wouldn't like this movie as much if I didn't know that song "Get It On Till I Die." Because uh, I I would have liked this movie more if that song had been in it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> same so here. Let's, let's get uh, initial thoughts. Um, Sparks, I actually want to get your initial thoughts because you, uh, you've been more vocally critical about the first film than the three of us have been. Uh, so I'm pretty critical on it, but I haven't. Yeah, but uh, you guys, yeah, I, I I can sum up my first impressions about this really really well. Um, Pacific Rim. One of my problems was I thought it was great for the monster robot fights, not so great for the character stories. This film I thought was really great for the character stories, a little weak in the monster robot fights. Um, so um but yeah yeah. that that's kind of it's kind of improvement i wanted but not improvement i expected so that threw me a little uh yeah i like it i got out of this movie thing and it was not as good as the first one yeah just hands down because like we said full spoilers they pulled an independence day too and i literally after the the credits started rolling after that little epilogue scene let's call it I just said to myself, I was to myself, what the F? Yeah. Seriously? That's how they end it? Oh, this is bullshit. You know, we're in spoilers. You can't say what was said. What? You can't say it's like. Gotta get it on till we die. You you can say it. We're in spoilers. You can say what was, what happened at the end. You don't have to. Yeah, they they pulled Independence Day too. It's like, like, hey, tell the precursors, the aliens, that we're coming for them. Space. Do, do you think this was? Wait, I just want to know right now because I'll forget to ask later. Do you think this was as bad as Independence Day Two? I never saw Independence Day Two. I just know oh, how. Okay, okay, I just okay, know okay. how Independence Day Two ended. You know what? Let uh, let me let me go next. Um, I to answer your question. Whose question? Your your question, Sparks. Oh, thanks. I I would actually say this is worse than Independence Day Two. Oh man! Because. Independence Day two, and they're very they're very similar to me. They're structurally how they're the the the, the quote unquote care that goes into them or lack thereof. Um, Independence Day two leans into the campiness in a way they're like, yeah, we just kind of wanted to be really campy this time around. Whereas this one, in the first one, you know, it's aging. It's not really holding up that well anymore. Uh, it's still I still think it's pretty pretty good, um, but. Well, Independence Day 2 may be an objectively worse film. Um, this one was definitely more... Because I was so disappointed in it, my enjoyment of Independence Day 2... Uh, I enjoyed Independence Day 2 a lot more than I enjoyed this one. Ryan, wow. Like, oh, oh lot, no. That's a lot to take in. Oh, no. Ryan side, run away. No, it's fine. Um, Man, it's like... It, with, with these kinds of movies, like... I almost almost like Ready Player One, like the core of it, which is just like you know, uh, monsters and robots fighting. If that's good enough, I'm pretty happy. Um, and where we disagree, Brandon, is I don't think that first movie really has super strong characters, and I did enjoy the characters in this one more. But the problem is you don't have Guillermo del Toro, who is a stylish master. And when you get rid of the style and you have just kind of bland characters with kind of bland action, kind of bland cinematography, and you don't have that substance that Guillermo brought, it's kind of I think Pacific Rim One is a good movie. That's that's that would have been a worse movie without him. This is just uh, what like uh, it's fine. Like it's not bad. It's not good. I, it's just Ryan, like so serviceable. To it's steal like, from Australia, it's either the most awesome dumb movie or the dumbest awesome. No, movie because ever it's made. not really because because like Independence well, that, Day Two is crazier. Well, I that's think. how Australia puts the original. Pacific oh yeah, yeah. Well, I, okay, okay. Um, this film is fine. 
I want to be clear. It's fun. It is like, for me, like the literal definition of like you're getting a 70 on your test. Yeah. Yeah, actually, <laughs> um, you know what? No, this... It, but one of the things that, that I, I, I know for a fact... So I've compared this film to Independence Day 2, uh, much in structure, much in, much in just kind of care, uh, but it's also, I compare it to Kingsman the Golden Circle. Kingsman the Golden Circle is a fine sequel to a great movie. Yeah. This is the same thing to me because I, I'm, I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be honest, and you everyone knows my love of Pacific Rim. Yeah. That movie to me is great. Same here. I love the characters. I'm going to be honest. I like Charlie Hunnam. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but I found myself watching that first movie, seeing the care that they that they go into creating the movie, creating the lore, creating the 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 the, the, the uh, developing the world. The world is it feels real. It feels lived in. It feels, uh, it's so colorful. Even the dark action sequences pop because there's so much color in them. Uh, you see, like, Gypsy Danger steps over a bridge because he's not trying to destroy the city. But then uses a boat as a baseball bat. But then uses a boat as a baseball bat. But, at the, you know, and so it's a sense of we're trying to save the world, not destroy it. The, 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 the building destruction is just kind of we're trying to minimize it. Yeah, um, that's 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 valid. That's yeah. only totally valid. Yeah. It's it's like uh, like in the two Avengers: Age of Ultron, where he's trying to get Hulk out of the city. Uh, but if he, let's just drop him on top of a giant building. Go sleep, go he, he, made go sure was, go he made sure it was. Empty. Hey, the entire city was evacuated. They made sure to say that in this movie. Uh, uh, yeah, or in, in, Batman v Superman. Hey, that place is. Or or they or they died before they arrived anymore. Yeah, they, they got squished. Or yeah. they got stomped yeah. by a kaiju. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So so and then I found myself watching the behind the scenes footage of Pacific Rim and that to me is just as exciting as the movie I love it it's because it's Guillermo man he, but brings, what Del Toro, he brings everything so like yeah you keep saying it's it's, it's Guillermo it, it, it absolutely is Guillermo so why should I be why should I accept someone why why would I why, why should I ever be expected to 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 accept a man who's not going to put in that much effort because and I completely understand what you're saying, but that's kind of unfair to this guy who is not Guillermo del Toro. So don't give him a $250 million movie. That's He's a writer. Hey, man, you got to start somewhere. He's not even that he, good of a writer. He made he did Daredevil. He was fun. Yeah. So You're waving at me. Well, yeah, because I have something to say. <laughs> so, Ryan, when you what said up? you gave this movie a straight-up 70, yeah. I'll give it a 69. I would love to see. I honestly thought about it, but but just the way I do things, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think this is an abject failure. No, like here, I don't think not, it should be remade. Here's the thing: like you passed it, the test. This movie is fine. It is totally. It is fine. Yeah. That is all it is. This it isn't is, me giving it high praise. I promise. No. Um, the thing is, it could have been more, but it was just okay. To be real, it was probably a sixty-eight, but it was just <laughs> wow. Because Brandon's giving me a glare of, "Are you effing serious?" I'm ben? not. I'm just tired. Sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> uh, but it was so close. But it just missed the mark. And I knew what I was going to get when I was walking in there. But to me, I didn't get enough of it. I only got two, one great kaiju fight. Um, a few cool Two serviceable Jaeger versus Jaeger fights. Barely. And in the first one, we got four. We got four good kaiju fights. One that made me cry, man, tears of joy. I find, I find, the, I find the Jaegers to be very bland. They don't have any character like they do in the first one. The, the cinematography is really strange to me because it's the, it, it's just it's just shot. There's not a style. It's just well, shot. The first one, the first one, you feel the the scale of the Jaegers and the kaiju. Like you you feel it. The funny thing is, but the, you don't in this one. The I Jaegers, see, you keep going to that scale thing, and now that I've seen the movie, I completely disagree. I think there are so many shots that clearly show that the scale is there. No, but, see, it feels. I can't, I can't explain it. It just feels 
off to I, me. I kind of I kind of agree with Brandon when it comes to like the the robot and kaiju battles. When you get to that part, the scale of them doesn't have the same impact. Um, yeah, I'm talking looks, about people. Stuff. It looks a lot. No, I I know. And when it's people stuff, it works fine in Pacific Rim Uprising. But in in the actual fights, it feels much the same as you can't really judge scale in a Transformers film when they're fighting. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you that one. Yeah. No, one of the things about Uprising are the Jaegers. I mean, they do they look cool. Sure. I like I like the Jaegers. I, I like didn't think they okay. Look cool. I said they look cool. They don't look great like they did in the first one. But the first one's like you know that's Gypsy Danger. You know that's Striker Eureka. Eureka. Eternal Alpha. Yeah. I, Typhoon. Yeah. You know their names. Whereas this one, it's like there's Gypsy Avenger. But I who can, are the other ones? Saber Athena. Oh, that's what that's I, the, could, that's I, the I can remember. Right? One, yeah. I can remember Athena. She's got cool I blades. Could, I can remember um, Phoenix, which is the one that was one of the big, giant, spiky wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. Now, now Sparks mentioned something about this. he liked the character stuff more. I, 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 I do. do like John Boyega so in, do I. in this film. I'll admit, um, but I think there are too many characters in this movie that don't get any do. And I think if you just kind of like trim down some of the characters, you could have really just. Focused on like on that um, some of the, so a core character. There was a moment where Victoria and um, Vic. who's Victoria? She's the Vic. Russian chick, the, the mean one. one. Vic, call her Vic. Okay, yeah. Where Victoria and what's her um, Amani? Amani, thank you. Yeah, I know. That's Transformers girl. Is it? No, she's, it, she's it, not from. Tra- there's in. He knows what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I keep I keep referring to like oh, it's like the Transformers thing where you have the yeah. scrappy young teenager, but yeah. this is like yeah, the good you're version. Right, you're right. He, he, it is handled better than Transformers. I, I I don't mean to make that as a derogatory no, term. Yeah. Oh no, 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 she serves the same purpose. I get okay. Now I get you what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's Amani and Victoria. There was this. I was really hoping that they were gonna um, become drift compatible and kick ass. Oh, they're just the part drift of a, is completely underutilized in the. They're film. part of a three-person team, and then Vic just ejects after manning some machine guns, and there's no well, great. To be fair, if you remember, bonding moment. If you remember, Toronto. they were getting eaten to death, so they had to eject. True, true. <laughs> but I was hoping that both of them would find maybe that one Jaeger where the one Indian guy died, and yeah. then they pilot it, and they just kick See, ass. I forgot he died. Yeah. I know. I felt I was hoping they weren't gonna die, but then the other but guy that, died. But that's my like, thing. Is like the, that character dies, and there's no nothing about it because you, you, you uh, these characters are kind of interchangeable there's not enough there's not enough time devoted to now okay uh, I actually want to I actually want to say something really positive because uh, I want to get this out of the way um, I really like how they handled Newt and Gottlieb I think this oh, is yeah. a, I think this movie has a better storyline than the first one does because there's, more, there's yes. way more going on in this movie yeah there's uh, actually even though like the ending stinks like what the actual plot is Getting there is a much more cohesive, fun story. I the, think the plot. Uh, 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 I think what you're describing is the plot is is more interesting than the first one. Yeah, the, how the story unfolds is kind of no. I, I I except for the very end with the Mount Fuji nonsense, I'm totally fine with everything that happens. That Mount Fuji nonsense. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to it. Don't I worry. Get, I can't even. But like oh. everything with Newt, like I really like how Newt. Uh, how they deal with, and, I, and I'm surprised at how well I buy Charlie Day as, yeah. a, vil- as and he, a villain. He's the bad guy in this movie, and they did a really good job in the marketing of not explaining anything yeah. about they, what this movie was. And I was we, really shocked. We thought just the breach came back, and they're more. Um, I expected it to be a simpler movie. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I do think it, it it reaches, but doesn't 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 wholly make it. This feels like a really really strong episode of an anime. Honest, like, like it does. Yeah. But what, what what I like what I really like about Charlie Day's performance is that there's this bit where he where he's like, you know, I don't I don't know, Herman. I don't know. I don't know why he did it. I did it. Well, now see, that's my problem. I'm not feeling myself. And I was like, whoa. No, like what really very unsettled. What really got me was when he came home to Alice and he was like saying, "Hi, honey, I'm home." He's talking no response. Yeah, after like two minutes of her not talking, you're like, all right, what's going on and here? And then we see the kaiju brain that they had in Hong Kong from uh, um, a leather, well, no, Kodachi. 
Otachi's Otachi, uh, yeah. baby. Otachi's baby. So, b- before before they show the alien thing, what do you think was happening? What do you think was happening? Affair. Just an affair. I thought yeah. it was just his wife yeah. slash fiance. Yeah. Just okay. just sleeping with another man. Yeah. I thought it was going to go very differently. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. I, I, and, and I think it did for all of us. Like, I don't think yeah. anybody expected him to be a bad dude. That was a really good misdirection. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. And yeah. I like I like the I like the Jaeger kaijus. Yeah. I, th- I think those designs are pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and I like the, uh, it's very Mechagodzilla from uh, the Millennium series. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Sparks, how do you feel about precursors? <laughs> from Jack and Daxter? Where did they come from? What the, what the hell? Oh, you mean the precursor legacy? That's just like... The first time they say precursor, it wasn't just me going like, "Wait, is this something that I missed?" No. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, they would have to designate them as something. I'm sure they didn't. But I ask you, they definitely didn't say that in the first movie, right? No. They just they showed did. them. They, they did. They, they did. did. They, they said did. precursor. Yeah, they said that. Oh. Where? Oh. I don't remember where, but I remember that we watched Brandon. it recently. When Ooh. they said precursor, it wasn't like the first time that I heard it. Okay. Interesting. All right. I, I, I literally watched. I literally watched Pacific Rim earlier this week, and I and I did. I was not surprised when I heard the word precursor. Okay. Uprising. Now, so. as as did I, but I don't recall this. So, interesting. I, don't know. I mean, hey, excuse to watch it again. Hey, man. Yeah. <gasps> you, you know go. what? I think I know when. When. Oh, this is. When new is when new um drips the first with the, time he drifts at the kaiju yeah that's what I was thinking and then he's like yeah the I, think, I think he I think he throws out that word like that they're they're being sent there by these other things okay yeah, the yeah. Di- it's like they wipe out these precursors they wiped out the dinosaurs mm. and then it wasn't ready for okay. them yet yeah I'll allow it yeah then. I'll allow it. okay yeah okay. I'm pretty sure that's around the the area that it's the, in but it, it it wasn't an unfamiliar term to me. the story the story is is fine and I did like and I did like that bit but the the I have a big problem with the world building in this film. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel lived, and it feels very fake to me. It is, it, it much, is much like Independence Day Resurgence, which felt very fake. Which why, which where the, the, that comparison comes in. Um, it feels very plastic, very fake, very kind of. Uh, there, there was not enough explanation for. You know, the story doesn't give you enough explanation for why there are still Jaegers. There's no reason they were shutting down that program anyway, and now I, they're just I everywhere. Grit. I grant you that one hardcore. That one is a hard one for me to swallow. Yeah, yeah, because they, they just have them, but they were. Just shutting down I, that program. I guess there's no reason. Case. But but yeah. okay, so so know. there there's no reason because um everyone doesn't believe that the kaiju are coming back except for three people. Yeah. One of them is a teenager. <laughs> One of them is a teenager. Yeah, well not only not only is are they funding a new Jaeger program, but they're also funding this drone program. Yeah, so they and, don't really need the Jaegers anyway. And and mm-hmm. and Amani is already knowledgeable and a fan of all these Jaegers. Like they've seen a bunch of action. I'm like, there haven't been kaiju. What is there to be a fan? That's of? That's a good point. Uh, have they just been like in, engaging in exercises just in case? I, I don't know. And they're not fighting any Jaegers. No, the, there's no. It's like yeah. essentially now the world. But is if like, there was if there was world building rather than recapping the first movie, if there, if there was more world building of what happened in between. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's apparently that's the, what that's missing. The PPDC is essentially world peace. It's like, hey, all these countries came together and yeah. one solid formal military unit to fight against everyone else. The only thing I can give them is because yeah, in the first movie, uh, the Jaegers they they didn't come or they stopped coming, so they were gonna put the, the kaiju, the kaiju, yeah, they're gonna put the the Jaegers out of business, and then the movie happened. You'd like to think, hey, maybe let's not do that again just in case they come back. So I can I can see them still being around, getting taken care of just in case. Mm-hmm. That's I can I can get over that one personally. But it's so well funded. It's yeah. so yeah. well funded. Before Dude, like, y- the first time your world gets destroyed by monsters, like I guarantee you, you're you're, you're not gonna forget. But again, it. there's no story reason. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's nothing given. Like, oh wow, I can't believe we still have Jaegers. Blah yeah. blah blah. I do have one other positive I like to say. 
Sure. I actually kind of like the set pieces where the kaiju remains are the bones, like the. Um, I think the beginning where where he's where John Boyega's like, "Yo, my dad was a badass, but I'm not my dad." And he has me partying in a mansion that I that I'm held up in. That was the kaiju half, was killed. That was half squashed by a, a kaiju, yeah. and even when they fight or when they're running away from November Alpha, yeah. they're on the beach. There's another kaiju skeleton far yeah. in the distance on the uh, beach. It's definitely it's definitely not nearly as as world building as the first one. Like uh, there was like the place where Ron Perlman was in uh, his like cool like bar where mm-hmm. the inside of a kaiju. There's none of that. There's a lot of bones around yeah. mm-hmm. uh, this movie is definitely it, it's the budget was 150 150 million so I don't know what the first movie was but 250 really yeah. this, de- this movie definitely feels cheaper and it's definitely less set PC and you can tell a lot of it was filmed at like at, at Shatterdome mm-hmm. and then there's like one there's like two big set pieces and that's it mm-hmm. this is a very uh, it's an expensive movie but it's a cheap movie it's a cheap, expensive movie. Yeah. yeah, and like I get it. The first film did not do well. No, um, I'm, I'm surprised we got a sequel. To be honest, yeah, man, I can't believe and, it. And don't know if we should have. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should have. I mean, it's, I liked yeah. Pacific Rim as a standalone. I was, so watch, did I. I was watching. I was watching the first one again. Just this like the Monday, I think. I yeah. don't remember. Um, but I was watching. I was like, you know, I'm really okay with them not not going anymore. But right. See, the problem when you have such a when you have such an amazing world like that, like how do you just stop with one idea? Because it's so good. Uh, it's, it's certainly not this idea. There's there's yeah, there's yeah. there are things in this movie that I, again there are things that, that they do in this movie like the stuff with Newt uh, I really like. Um, but there's other things that you know that really enhance the first movie that they drop in this film. Yeah. Like for example, for example, the drift. The drift is completely underutilized in this film, almost marginalized. They mm-hmm. they they use it a lot with with uh, Amani, but like they that's even just rip that's off a scene from the first movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Mako. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where she sees her family squashed by a kaiju. Unnecessarily brutal. Yeah. I, I, I found that it, it impactful, though. I, I, I bought that. Yeah, I mean, I bought yeah, it. Yeah, I but liked it's like, it, too. I, I, I really, I was surprised. Even the second viewing, I was like, I really like this girl. I, like I think she's naturally, she's like, she's got it. Oh, I, I actually like Amani, too. But yeah. speaking of Mako, I effing hate the way they not, they offed her. I, yeah, I, I don't I like how they killed despised. Mako. I despised. And also, where's Raleigh Beckett? Is he retired? Uh, they couldn't get him back. But I'm, they, I'm glad they didn't kill him off screen like they did Will Smith. Yeah, they said they said that the reason why they didn't kill his character is because they didn't want to close the door on not involving him just because he couldn't show up for schedule changes. Right, I, I, so I they read that. purposefully okay. did not address it. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. Either way, but Mako deserved to go out in a Jaeger. She did, or she did, or she deserved to not go out at all. If you're gonna kill her, put her in a Jaeger. Yeah. Stacker went out in a Jaeger. He did. Yeah. Only right. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But there was one other positive thing. But she, I you need to say. a Coulson, right? I guess. <laughs> Who's right? Ra- who's who? I'm just making. They're already a team. No, I don't care. Anyways, I was. Ho- there was another positive because you know how when you get a sequel to a one and done movie kind of like this, and the sequels storyline, you're just in there going, huh? Mm-hmm. This one actually kind of made sense to me because we all know how build. how um the when you drift, your memories become, and of course the kaiju, they're a hive mind, so the precursor's mentality is theirs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you see Newt with Alice, and he's like doing the mind thing, and it's like. That makes sense. Yeah. I would have really liked them to explore more of, uh, first off, more of Amari. Um, um, Amari. Uh, Amani. Amani. Yeah. Her, her, the kaiju are going to come back. That kind of like, mm-hmm. like a mentality that she has. And what's more, there's a scene, there's a bit where God, Godley looks to Newt and he says, Newt, I still have nightmares. Yeah. I would have really liked to have seen them continue with that thread. I, also, I liked how Godley was becoming more of the biologist. Like he was like out of necessity. Yeah. Out of necessity. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, but it's the line that Newt says after that that first gave me the tiniest bit of trepidation. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah man, but what a ride, right?" And I was like, "That was right. a little sinister. Yeah, tiny bit sinister." And I'm a like, bit, "I'm yeah. sure it's just Newt being Newt. He thought it was crazy, mm-hmm. yeah. but like 
now that I know what was happening, and I'm like, I I, I get it. I like. He still it. had the kaiju tattoos. Yeah. Mm. I, oh, yeah. You don't get rid of that that yeah. many tattoos. No. His lasers, his both his arms. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes they people forget about the small details like that. Um, I want to talk about uh, so yeah, so Newt when he's talking to um the Shao Industries lady, and she's in. This is when I thought she was evil and he mm-hmm. was a good guy, right? And Me she's too. like, and she's like, oh, we got to get operations up for forty hours. Boy, I hours. never thought that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I never thought that she was the bad guy. Yeah, I just, I, I did. I didn't think Newt would be it. Like, I didn't think they would go that I far. I was hoping. I was hoping. I just didn't expect it. Like, I really. That's why I really like it. But like during all that stuff, I'm like, uh, when it were, when it's revealed that he's bad, I'm like, was, was she gonna like? stop him from being able to do that or was he just like just being newt or was he also being evil like when she's like oh we got to get things up and running he's like oh no, i don't know if i can do that like was that him trying to stop her or you know what i mean i think it was him uh, trying to be believable okay or or it could have been he just wasn't ready yeah he just actually wasn't ready i mean he even says like i had to push out my turn my my table or whatever i yeah. think he said something along the lines that he had to, he had to move okay. up certain things okay, I'm curious. um I, I yeah I like the guy I like the, I like the bit where Godly was like these kaiju were made on Earth, um, the um, obsidian um, obsidian fury. fury yeah that one wow, that's a cool I think he's pretty cool it's a cool name yeah I was kind of the, the the biggest Dalek ever yeah, yeah. you right <laughs> I I was right kaiju um ye, kai, uh you got kaiju it. infected Jaegers as a, as Ryan says you were the only one who had that <laughs> thought congratulations shut up <laughs> don't patronize I me I still I think, I think I think that's a really cool idea I, I do too I love it, was, it was an idea that Travis Beecham uh, who the writer of the first film was talking about when uh, when he was talking about potential sequel ideas that he wanted to go with he wanted to do a kaiju uh, Jaeger hybrid yeah. but uh, I think the way he was going to do it when he was still attached to this film before Zach Penn uh, came on board to write it was that he was going to have the next gypsy uh, which he wasn't going to call Gypsy because of, there was a small little controversy in the first film about Gypsy Danger, um, where he was going to have like the hero Jaeger be part kaiju, much like Mechagodzilla is. I was going to say like Mechagodzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, much like Mechagodzilla in um, Godzilla. I guess Mechagodzilla was built from the bones of the first Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I think that I was happy to see that kind of carry over, and I thought that was really interestingly done there's, there's good stuff in, in this I movie and i want to be it's clear like it's on like a opposite mechagodzilla because you start with the metal and you bring the organics to the outside yes mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah I, and yeah man that whole that whole shatterdome scene where like you see the drones coming in they start freaking out and then like they start turning in the the jaegers and the metal bonds with the skin hey, and i'm like this is dope i'm did, loving this did they yeah. remind you a little bit of a of a of a um covenant alien covenant elite? Oh, alien! Yeah, an alien in Halo. And Halo, it yeah. Now oh. that you say that, a little bit, one hundred percent, a little bit. Yeah, I, with yeah. the mouth, with yeah. the mouth. Yeah, totally. Yep, yep. I was real. like, I've seen that before. Uh, what do you guys think about the the little the little little scrapper robot, the 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 one the one analog robot? I thought uh, it was cute. Is it really poly? I, I actually, this is a good point. This is a good part to bring up. I don't like the humor in this movie. Yeah, a lot of it doesn't work. A lot of the character banter does work for me, but there's a lot of like visual gags, like when they drop scrapper. Yeah. He's like that. Oh, that yeah. doesn't work for yeah. me. Um, and those like he falls down the the giant eager tunk tunk tunk. I like that. I, I mean, it's, it's, I thought it was cute. It's it's funny, but it's like it, it, this film turned up the campiness from the first film. Um, so did the Last Jedi. The last. It was a little bit more serious. I thought Last Jedi. We don't have to get into it here. So many more jokes. I mean, though. I guess so. Yeah. I I, that's what I'm just. Uh, we don't have to get into it. No, here. Yeah. Uh, right for, now. For more of that, <laughs> go to our Last Jedi spoiler <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> review. Um, but I, I I don't know. I, it, it was it was it was better than I was I thought it would be. I will say that. Yeah. Not as a no- I like Scrapper a whole lot more than that stupid little scooter. 
yeah. from Transformers. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Scooter. I, I know we're we're comparing like Amara to the Transformers girl and Scrapper to the Transformers. But they they, they they serve the reason is is it's not to be like oh this they're the same character. They're but not. They, they in the stories they're they're serving the same role. It's mm-hmm. just one is done better than the other. Oh, much. And it's the one in this one. Yeah. All right. So this guy, Clint Eastwood's son, keeps getting movies. Did you guys like him in this movie? I thought he was serviceable. <laughs> I would agree. He was serviceable. I think everything he's ever been in has been totally adequate. You know yeah. what? I did not hate him in this movie. Yeah, but that's not glowing praise. I liked him way better than the douche nozzle guy in Pacific Rim 1. Uh, yeah, the Australian dude and his dad. Yeah. I miss Hercules Hansen. I miss Hercules Hansen, yes. I don't like his son, but I like Hercules. No, his son. I, I, I was, uh, yeah, I don't like his son, but man, they have a great scene when they when he goes off in Stryker. <laughs> I really like that uh, Scott Eastwood's character was not just a straight up dick. Yeah, he's like he's like he like cares. Yeah, yeah. he had layers. Yeah, like an onion. Like he went up like during the fight between uh, uh, Amari and um, Victoria. He says, even if they mess up, he looks over to um, Jake and says, "You forgive them." I almost called him Finn. <laughs> my, I almost called him Finn. My too. my problem with the characters with, that I mentioned before doesn't necessarily come from even Scott Eastwood, who I think is again, like Ryan said, serviceable, uh, or even John Boyega, who I actually think is charismatic, very very charismatic. I like uh, John Boyega, and he can movie. finally actually use his accent because every other movie has to play an American accent. Yeah. He gets yeah. to be himself. Yeah. Um, a lot of my problems come from the cadets, the nameless. Ca- I'm going to call them the nameless cadets because I don't. Because uh, I don't think they 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 do enough of those characters to have names. Um, I only remember tri- Victor- trim down the characters. I think trimming down the characters would have been a lot would have been a lot better. Yes. Yeah, so here's ah. the, here's the problem we have. Sorry, real quick, Sparks. Um, so they kill off all the pilots in the Jaeger, so they need those teens. Mm-hmm. So they could have, if they got rid of those teens, you still would have needed Jaeger pilots. So you still would have had the same amount of people on screen. Right, I counter I counter that argument with yes, because the cadet characters are so much less developed than the hi, we're Russians because you yeah. know, look at us, we're Russians. Yeah, and that's very true. We're the Asian guys who play basketball, and we pilot the three armed one. But they're not supposed to be characters. They're supposed to. Well, s- neither are the cadets. The cadets, but the cadets are, are present. But the cadets are because no, they, have, they have way no, more scene. No, they have way more screen no, time. No, not have, all of the ca- they, not all of the cadets are characters. Only like Victoria. Is a character. What about the, the out of those the, the kid who the kid who died the the Asian kid who got who got burned? They're all supposed to be characters. But 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 the, that that pissed how are me they off. more? How are they supposed to be more characters than the pilots from Pacific Rim One that I just mentioned? Because they're because the pilots in Pacific Rim One aren't there are there to service a fight and to show a desperation. This is supposed to build. This That's, is supposed to build into. These are characters that you're supposed to buy into that Amara likes and Amara hangs out with, and these people get screen time, and they get dialogue, and they they get something that resembles character development, but isn't. So you just talked about desperation. Uh, they literally need the teenagers because they're the last hope. They are the fun. They are that's how desperate they are. I I wanted the teenagers to be. I felt like they tried to develop the teenagers, but they couldn't because they didn't because they had too many characters and not enough screen time, but. I would have preferred the characters to be like the Russians, to be like the the Asian, the Asian triplets, because then they serve the same purpose as those visual, characters in Pacific Rim. The visual stereotypes that die quickly. Yeah, I mean, one of them dies anyway. I don't. I don't even know who that character I, is. I, I, I vehemently, I vehemently and strongly disagree with your judgment. I, I feel. This. I mean, this is just a, a thing, but like how we feel differently about the first movie, but like, I, again, like a lot of those characters in that first movie are a lot like the characters in this movie. It's just, there's no Guillermo. Here's my to thing. To be honest. I what came, up, Ben? I came here for giant robots fighting giant monsters. Did you get it? 
Not enough. That's a, that's 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 a correct not answer. Enough, it's a very not, good answer. Not enough. That's what really pisses me off about. We this did get movie. a couple of robot versus robot fights, and I like those fights. Yeah, I mean, yes, the robot versus okay, the robot versus robot RBR. fights are fine. That that was cool, especially how Gypsy Avenger got his ass handed to it by um, Obsidian Fury. I like the snow fight. I think I think they used the terrain very well. It was like Batman Begins with Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. But I came for kaiju, and I wanted to see how the kaiju. I mean, these drones creating new breaches. It doesn't really make sense to me, but you know what? Epic. I thought is a that fi- was cool. This is a sci-fi fantasy world. Yeah, the dude. stuff I know shouldn't doesn't have to I, make sense. Even even I'll 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 be like, yeah. I mean, look, it, there's there's a certain amount of believability of the buy for, yeah, for a movie like. But this. you have to bring in kaiju in somehow. Only get three, and then they just. It's better than just the the precursors open a breach again and we're back. Kind of. It, it's better than that, that whole like that whole section with the drone stuff. I really like, and like you see the map, and there's just like a dozen breaches opening up across the world. Yeah, that was and cool. you really feel how helpless. Like, and, and then oh you my see god, Kaiju, we just got destroyed by Newt. Newt and, killed us. And then you see Kaiju break through. Then the breach closes on him, and, and then he gets that cut in cool. half. That yeah, was that a really cool. cool shot. Even, even the the drones cut his horn off. He's like, that's great. Yeah. However, the big the final fight with just three with three Kaiju and these and these teens. I was hoping for more of a fight, but the whole time they're getting their asses handed to them. Well, they haven't graduated even yet. Even the um. Even the the um, Cherno Alpha and Crimson Typhoon, they, do they die? Yes, but they at least put up a better those fight. Are, those are, and again, this is just like giving like the movie store like what in, inside the movie like yeah. these are teenagers who have barely any experience, true. and those are professional true. badass guys. Very, very, and they're true. taking on Category Fours and a Category taking on, like, Five, true. which are which were like the toughest things in the last movie. Yeah, very so true. if the cadets had been able to hold their own. I would have been less impressed. Yeah. I kind of like that the cadets couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. They're kids, man. True. Yeah. One of the one of the one of the, my little nitpicks uh, I turn where the plot kind of loses me is when um oh what was it um uh, they're like oh pull up the pull up the Jaeger pull up the kaiju movement from the first movie uh, from the first oh. war and it's like it's like oh they're all conversing on Mount Fuji I'm like no 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 they weren't that's. You don't, like, you don't go. You don't go to Japan by way of California. Yeah, K Day. Far a long way. K Day started in San Francisco, and it's like because you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and you don't go up and then. Huh. So I I put this argument to someone else who I saw the movie with, and their response was, "Well, the early days when they were putting out the kaiju, they might have been using the kaiju to find that point at Mount Fuji." But they clearly, but they clearly have a map that says they were all converging on Mount Fuji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not arguing the point, really, because I don't really disagree with it. I'm yeah. just saying, like, there's an argument out there because there's always an argument out there to explain away dumb plot hole yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I would totally be one of those people to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, but they don't, they don't put that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. If they said, if they said something like, okay, so like you know, upon further analysis. We were wrong about the initial wave of kaiju. This is what's really going on. Then I'm good. But they're just like, oh, here's here's the entire movie from the beginning, and here they're all going to the same yeah. point. Like we clearly saw them going the other way. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've 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 listened to you guys for a while now. Um, I agree that the monster and robot battles are are low and kind of weak in this film. And I went to this film kind of expecting that to be the only good thing in the movie. And John Boyega. And to my surprise, I was like, oh, I, I like I really like this story and these these characters. I'm I'm actually way more on board with this story than I was the story of the first film. I just really like the monsters and the robots in the first film. Yeah. I don't really I don't really care for uh, any character in particular in that first film. Um, 
but here I did. So I, <laughs> I think that it sounds like, man, it's almost like our expectations were all just out of whack on this one. I know, right? We all um, expected something different, I and think. It, and it whiffed. But uh, I'm so happy with this. Like, the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, man, you know, I might even like Pacific Rim Uprising more than Pacific Rim 1, at least in story and character I... stuff. See, when I think about which one I would probably watch again more, I probably will watch the first one more. But I think the second one, yeah, I think the second one does have a a stronger story and stronger I mean I still characters. like I mean I still like the style and the the looks and and all that more in the first film and like I said all the kaiju are better in the first one but um but I man I'm yeah. so glad I'm so happy with what they did with New cuz I always thought he was an asshole <laughs> and I'm really glad that it went the way it did that, I never really liked I never really liked him in the first movie so yeah. I'm glad it went the way it did I miss Hannibal yeah. Chow yeah, oh, Ron yeah. Perlman. I'm sad Hannibal Child didn't come he's, back. And he, sur- and he survived that last movie too. He did. So he did. a shame. He could have come back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I got. I don't have much more to add. Uh, we're gonna get final thoughts. Um, let me think. Um, no, nah, I just like I, I, I remember. Thoughts, be- I remember being in the theater, and and when Newt does his thing, when when what's the other guy's name? I always forget his name. Gl- Gutleap. Gutleap. That's a weird name. Uh, Herman Gottlieb. Herman, and and he's like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "He's like, oh, my dude, I just ended the world," and my whole theater was like, "What?" <laughs> and there was only like nine people, but we were all like, <laughs> you just kind of wake up at that moment. Yeah, no, I do think it's an effective twist. It is, it is legitimately like really effective because I just don't think anyone sees it coming. No, um, even Fanny was like, "What the f?" Yeah, and and again, I think he's really unsettling, especially when he's just like, uh, "I'm not quite myself." When, yeah. he, when he's when he's like rolling up in his sleeves, I don't know, Herman. I don't know why I did it. Yeah. Maybe it's because I, all of you guys are looking at me insensitive. Maybe I don't. I don't know why he did it. And you I see did the, it. Yeah. And you see the nosebleed a little bit. Yeah. The nose starts bleeding. And, and you see his eyes. Even redder. from the beginning of the movie, like he looks like he hasn't slept in like forty days, but mm-hmm. he kind of looks like that in the first movie but in this one i'm like man something's up with him but i just i just wasn't sure what and i'm like oh this is so good like that i think that twist man and what happens with him is like that carries a lot of that movie and i think you know some of the actions like not as well shot or well done but like uh, the character stuff is is really strong i think ben so you guys know how i have final fantasy and keyblade fantasies yeah dude oh i don't want it i don't want it i don't want it i'm vetoing this can i I veto a a point Am I allowed to do that? So I'm go- it's like nana 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 waka waka wow wow. We saw a Gundam statue in the third act. Oh yeah. yeah. So there, there was essentially a Gundam fantasy where it's just like my thought was Gundams have ranged weapons, just snipe them from oh, afar. Guys, what did I point out to you, Brandon? Remember? Remember what I pointed out to you? How this uh, no. is a, this is a this could be Oh, it's a Cloverfield movie. Sparks. Did you see that on the on the kaiju designation they had one named Clover and it kinda had the look of the Clover monster? Oh no, did I did they? not. It's a clover. That's not a that can't that can't be a mistake. Oh, Guys, shit. Pacific Rim is the isn't the Cloverfield, Cloverfield movie. Cloverfield three, four, five. Let's oh. go. That's all. <laughs> Sorry, we, we final thoughts, Ben. I just thought the the fights could have been better. I mean, they were flashy, they were cool, but they to me they just weren't as cool as the first one. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. I think the I still think the best fight is probably the snow fight. Yeah, yeah. Sparks. I I, w- I am surprised that I am the one who enjoyed a Pacific Rim movie the most this time around. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird. That's a weird uh, turn of no, events. No man, it's but, but I did. That way. But I did. Um, I I had I. I agree with certain points. Uh, I've said them here, but on a whole, I thought this was at least story-wise and uh, a more engaging film than the first one. I, uh, though, though, if you were going just for kaiju's and Jaegers fighting, I will concede that Pacific Rim is better in that department. 
Um, but but I think Uprising is a I hold Uprising right next to it, honestly, for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I I mean I very clear, I was very disappointed in this film. It's fine. It's fine. Kaiju Jaeger flick, uh Kaiju Giant Monster flick, but uh ultimately it does feel a lot it does feel as disappointing as Kingsman of the Golden Circle, uh, where I really love that first movie. Uh the amount of, of effort and detail that goes into that movie is astounding. Um and the fact that an attempt wasn't even made to emulate anything uh, was very disappointing. And you can see it in some of the flashback sequences in the beginning where they look at the first movie and they're like, yeah, oh, this, look, looks a movie. <laughs> this looks a lot better. Yeah. Um, the cinematography lets me down. Uh, I will say the story um, uh, has some really interesting stuff going on uh, and I like a lot of it. Um, I, I feel like there's too many characters and again, there's just not really a soul in this film like there is in the first one. Uh, I don't think, uh, not to say there isn't, it's just it's not as prevalent as the first one, I feel. Um, I would rate it probably a, I like the story enough, probably give it a 6.5, maybe 7. Uh, Ryan, what would you rate it? 7.5. 7.5? Out of 10. Ben, what would you rate it? He rates it a get it on until he dies out of 10. <laughs> No, I give it a six. six. I mean, I would. It's it. It was fine. I still enjoy it, but I thought it could have been done a whole lot better. All right. Uh, Sparks rate it eight. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, I got. I got to say, like, I I fully did not expect this, but like, I I really enjoyed. Uh, and it's just it's just a difference of opinion. Like, I enjoy the characters in this movie more than the first one, and it's it's just so weird because like, I wish they can just combine them. <laughs> Just like make a third movie and it's like just bring everyone back and it's like have Guillermo's style with like these new characters. You know, like, when you said combine perfect. them for a split second, I thought you'd like combine the Jaegers. I'm like, like Voltron? Oh, dude, that's got to be the next movie. If they don't do Power Rangers, Voltron shit, then like what are they doing? Actually, what, are they, what are they doing? Bring in Gundams. All right, that'll do it for this review. Um, yeah. I want a Gundam movie so bad. Time now for my favorite segment of the show, the FNG Book Club. Sparks, take it away. Ooh. Hey, we're talking about uh, the first eight issues of Rising Stars by J. Michael uh, Straczynski. Yeah, there you go. And uh, I kind of, you guys go ahead and tell me about it first, honestly. I I I want to go first. Yeah, go ahead. Because I want to apologize. Yeah. Because I did not read it. Yeah. (laughs) I am so sorry. It's okay, buddy. I am am so sorry, Sparks. I failed you, my friend. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, the, the week was hectic. I didn't have a lot of time, so I didn't get a chance to read it either. Rising Stars. Is about it stars a plural, correct? It's plural, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's thank plural. You, thank you. All right, um, mm-hmm. it is. You said it's the basis for like what heroes became, correct? Yes, I see. It's a very yeah, yeah. I see so much of it in that in there, but uh, unlike heroes, I actually thought this was really really good. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to heroes, heroes is fine. Right. Um, I I. I didn't really know what to expect, and it's and I like the idea. Um, it reminds me a lot of Jet Li's The One. Have you ever seen the movie The One? Yes. It's got a lot of that and a lot of heroes and a lot of Watchmen. Uh, it's a it's a weird it's a weird mix of a book, and um, I really I really I really dug it, man. And I say this all the time after I read a book club, but since it's only twenty four issues, uh, I'm really interested to see where this goes afterwards. Yeah, you you pretty much hit the nail on the head with the comparisons there. Those those three. Um, so it's it's essentially since Brandon and Ben didn't read it. Um, it's essentially this uh, flash light happens. Uh, something passes in the uh, uh, into the Earth's atmosphere and causes us 
flash and all the children who were conceived in utero in this town um and they they find out there's 113 of them at the time that this flash occurred they get powers and uh it's it's just kind of following this story of of what happened to those 113 people um as they grow up and and they all choose their own paths and what they do with their powers and one of them starts killing the others um and he starts killing them off because uh when one of them dies the power is like this is where it's like the one jet Li's the one the power is uh then divided back into all the others so hypothetically so so each time one dies they all get stronger yes so we have a highlander situation yeah, kind of. Yeah, there can only be one. Yeah. Well, we got a Highlander situation, but also we had. Well, I can now see the similarities between this um this antagonist and Skyler from Heroes. Yeah, Skyler. Skyler. Thank you. There's I said a, Skyler. Yeah. There's Damn, there's a Skyler. lot a lot of heroes in this that I was like I see I see where this came from. I was actually going to say uh, I don't mean to derail because uh, I haven't read it, but um, did you ever read a book called America's Got Powers? I know of it, but I don't know if I read it. Very similar premise. Yeah, when did that come out? After this. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and it was like a flash happened, and then everyone who was conceived at that time got powers. Was it like an indie book? Image, I believe. Image? Okay, it sounds, I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. No? Well, um, this is pretty good. And, and uh, when he was talking about the flash, I was like, oh my god, America's got powers. Rip that off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, sorry. Uh, what's the um? I, I'm bad with names because there's a lot of superhero names in here. Um, uh, the poet. Oh, he's just a poet, right? Uh, yeah, John. 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 Yeah. Um, there's this incredible scene where he's like, "All right, I gotta find, I gotta find who this killer is. So I need to either go talk to the person who can read minds or talk to the person who can talk to the dead. Uh, the the person who can walk in people's dreams. Sorry, or yes, the person yes. who can talk to the who can talk to the dead. Yeah, so he's someone who can invade your dreams or or uh, or talk to the dead. So he goes and talks to the guy who can invade your dreams, and I love this because it turns out he's talking to this guy, but the killer has already killed him. So he's actually talking to the guy who's talking to the dead, talking to this guy in his head. Oh, that's it's, so weird. And when it's happen when when it happens, I was like, holy shit, dude. This is really good. Like it's really strong, and and yeah. I was like I'm. He's like I'm sorry, I couldn't do anything for you. He's like good, just go catch the guy. Like it's. Yeah. I think it has really, really strong character work. Um, and again, like, uh, I, I as we get like further onto the issues, we eat more and more characters, and then at the end of issue eight, uh, it does like a time jump. Is that right? Um, as as we get towards issue eight, uh, sort of, not not a big one. I'm sorry. There, I'm, there's pa- going to be a bigger one. Do what I mean? A- I, after issue eight, like the next the next arc. Oh yes, yes, yes. After issue eight, there's going to be a time. Yeah, because I was glancing and I was like, wow, this is like ten years later. Uh, so a lot happens. Um, it I think it starts. It, it's a slow build, but it quickly. You're like, oh, this is who the killer is. This is why he's doing it. And then this is the plot. Um, and it's it, it sinks you in because it's it's really well written. I am sad I, I didn't get to read it because you know Sparks has a reputation of on our book clubs for yeah. bringing really great books. And this is like like. <laughs> not that the other books he doesn't bring our comics, but this is a superhero book. But it's like a me- like it's all like the mentalities that Sparks has with being a brilliant a guy who picks brilliant comics. But this one's about stuff that like that's more my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. like dudes in capes. But it's like psychological shit. Um, yeah, no I, I got yeah, no capes. I got in I got into this comic when I heard that it was uh, loosely inspirational for Heroes when Heroes was hitting like after season one ended. Yeah, I sought this comic out because I was like. Well, I kind of want to read that, and this was this was one of the first non-Ultimate Marvel comics that I really got into, and I really enjoy the way that everything's handled. One of the things that hooked me right from the beginning is the second issue opens up with one of them having been killed, 
and he's this guy who was invulnerable. Um, oh yeah, he couldn't dude. be he couldn't be shot. He couldn't be stabbed. He couldn't be poisoned. Um, he had they describe it as he had this protective layer around his skin, but it allowed him to still breathe and eat. Um, and so he got he got really fat because he also could not feel anything because of this protective layer. So he couldn't he was numb to all touch. Yeah. So the only thing he could enjoy as a sensation was eating. That's what I think. He, yeah. Oh my God. And so he, he wound up with this like really sad life because he was so numb to everything. And the killer killed him by duct taping his arms and legs to a chair, which he didn't feel was happening to him because he, was, he can't was feel it. Oh, wasn't he asleep? He was watching TV. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's and, right. And, and it just, he just did it to him and then put a, uh, plastic bag over his face and he suffocated and he suffocated that's how you kill wolverine everyone that's, that's how you kill intense. wolverine and deadpool you drown them that's that's fun fact uh, deadpool can't be drowned can't be killed by drowning oh he's a better wolverine mm-hmm. damn see even superman can be killed by drowning damn superman has to breathe deadpool can't damn well superman can breathe in space though sometimes the two's right in it. Oh, yeah. yeah depends uh no but deadpool can be decapitated and still walk around Okay. All right. Um, Still talk. Yeah, dude. A lot of the the way that they they use powers in this is 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 very unlike a lot of other comics, and I really enjoy that. Like, there's there's the singer, who like she doesn't ever um like she never like uh, releases an album. She just like puts on these shows, and they they do super well because she's like she has a literally like her voice is so beautiful, like it enchants people, and she just wants yeah. to sing, and she that's all and, she wants to do. And nobody can remember what it what she's saying they can't tell you lyrics or anything it's about just the song beautiful. after they just always say i don't know what it was but it was beautiful yeah um and it's uh, at one point like uh it's, it's i'm really excited to read more but at the same time i'm kind of bummed because like i'm a third of the way already through it i'm like oh man i can really see this going on for a while yeah well he he wrote this specifically with a beginning middle and end in mind okay all right. you know and i and i appreciate that because it, it's all there and it's done and so it's a solid story through and through so which is why i still want to talk about some of the later issues yeah, at dude. some point uh, so would you say that the issue eight is like the end of the first arc i mean obviously though the, the end of first arc, like the end of like that first chapter of three chapters yeah uh, that's why he leaves that little tag at the end of the last page of issue eight that's like um rising stars will now take a brief 15 minute intermission and that's oh. like the kind of the wink and the nod of the to be continued kind of idea. Okay, I gotcha. We're picking up later. Yeah. Um, um, I was looking through yeah. the next issue, and uh, there's like a bunch of like news, like fake newspaper articles, and like talking about the last ten years. And I'm like, man, uh, the way that last issue ended, like I think that's a really cool way to do it. Like, don't just put you in right when it ended. We're gonna jump ten years and see where the the world's at. Like with this with yeah. these new super people. Like, uh, it's really compelling. I I re- I was really glad I I read it. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it, man. Uh, it's 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 really solid work. Um, some of my favorite stuff from Straczynski. So it almost makes me want to watch Heroes again, but then I'm like, no, nah, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, just watch the first two seasons and that's it. No, don't even we'll watch the second season. No, see, then you now you're listening to me back. All right, just watch the first season. <laughs> yeah, I like. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you guys, you guys good? You more? Uh, I I uh, uh, I'm gonna continue to read this. Um, what's the, what's the like Shadow Ra- Raven? Like Raven? Dark? Raven Shadow. Raven Shadow is like the silliest Batman name, but like uh, he's like he has a cool mask. I love it. Yeah, he's he's an interesting. Doesn't, he's an interesting choice. Doesn't a boy who like doesn't he just like float away and die? Yeah, that's yeah, there's tragic. A, there's dude. a boy who. Oh my god! Everyone made a made fun of his abilities because his abilities was to to fly. 
and everybody made fun of him because he couldn't fly very far, high off the ground, and everybody made fun of him because he was fat. Yep. And so they made him feel really bad. And then one day they were really – it was just a really bad day for him. They were really laying into him. And so he rose up into the sky, and he never came back down. Yeah. He just died. He just vanished and died. Jeez. Yeah, all, dude. All I'm thinking of is, thinking is, you'll float too. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I definitely recommend this book. Um. And it, it's it's it came out like what like early two thousands, yeah. Um, it's a it's a really interesting take on on these types of powers and concepts like that. Yeah, and it uh, in even though it's like not super old, like it's like almost twenty years old. Like it doesn't feel like an old it doesn't feel like an older comic. Like I it feels like pretty modern. Like there's nothing about it. It's like oh this was written twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. This was uh two thousand two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I uh, uh highly recommend it. Uh, all right. I guess that'll do it. Ooh. Um, all right. Is there a book club next week? There is a book club next week. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is it? Ben? Yeah, ben? it's me. Ben? ben, what is it? Me. Well, uh, since we're talking about heroes, it is heroes. No, it's not. Oh, God. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember that heroes comic that came out? I didn't read it. I, yes. Did he yes. write it? No. No, Tom King. Or <laughs> Don't. No, I will no, read no, it. No, no, <laughs> uh-uh. no, not Tom King. Don't do someone that else. To him. Someone else. It was someone Tim else. Tim Kring. That guy. I, 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 it's close. Yeah, eh, it was all right, <laughs> but no, it is not. <laughs> oh, thank God! I think I threw my old copy away. <laughs> it is infamous Iron Man. Oh no! Why, why would you? Why would you pick that book, Ben? Is it a good book or something? Because it is effing amazing. Yeah, dude. I oh know. my God! All right, so infamous Iron Man Volume One. We will put out an Instagram post as always. Uh, I'll do my best to read it, but it's going to be a busy week, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I am sorry, Sparks. <laughs> I am hey, sorry. I love you. We do deserve that. Yeah, I deserve. Dude, it. I'm going to read that first volume like six more times. You kidding? Take, me? take the take the punches where they come. I'll I'll take I'll take that hit. I deserve that. <laughs> hey one. guys, just get it on until you die. <laughs> Next week we're going to be reviewing Ready Player One. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I'm, I'm really excited, guys. And on uh, and Friday, uh, look out for our. Ready Player One book club special. And Guys, I read a book. See. It's been a while. Oh, uh, we'll get ready for our Ready Player One book club special. It will drop on the day that the movie is released so that we can, you know, I don't know, do something to celebrate. Talk about it. It's a, it's a fun one. Um, well, that'll do it for us, I guess. Thank yeah. you to Jeremy Vellucci for doing our theme music. And Thanks, Jeremy. Hopefully more collaborations on the line. If you haven't already, uh, definitely subscribe to Suburban Proctologist, his, his little show. Uh, it's quite good. Uh, there's a new episode out. Um, every once in a while. Hey, that's true. That's true. Uh, Louis Barreto for our icon. Thank you. Thank you. You buddy. can find him on Instagram at Lens for Eyes. You can find Jeremy, by the way. Sorry for sorry at JV Jabberwock. <laughs> he doesn't really use it, so I don't really I don't really know use why it, I plug in. Uh, Suburban Proctologist official for his Facebook and Subproc Podcast for his Instagram, which I don't actually think is around anymore. But hey, use it, Jeremy. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the Fake Nerd Podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. FakeNerdGuys at gmail.com if you'd like to email us personally. You can find me on BT, at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. You can find uh, Ben. Ben who? Who? No, wait. No, who? Ryben. <laughs> <laughs> we have fused. We're kaiju monsters. <laughs> no, no, no. Fusion. I messed, I, I, messed a, I messed a fusion dance up, so we just you, got like super fat and gross. Either super fat or super old. Both. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. Hey, um, okay, so who was first? Ben. Okay. <laughs> you can find me at BenMaggot27 for both Instagram and Twitter. Ryan. I'm DJ Tony Snark at everything, but what would our what would our saying name be? Would it be would it be Ry- Ryan? No, because that's just my name. That's just no, it's, name. it's 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 probably Ban. Um, Ban. 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 Probably. Ban. Let's get over this. Sparks. <laughs> Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Sparks. Subscribe. What do you th- what do you think our Dragon Ball Z name would be if we fused? 
Um, ben, your full name is Benjamin, right? Yes. Oh, okay. oh. Ryan. So, uh, so it'd be Ryan. That's pretty. Oh, that that's pretty right. Dragon Ball. All right, thank you for that. Right. We can end the episode now, Brown. I'm sorry. I just want. Right. I wanted that. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review. Rate and review wherever you get us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, five stars. Five and stars. let me tell you, uh, review on iTunes helps the show more than anything. So if you want us to get to get better, get bigger, get whatever, uh, review us. Harder, better, faster, on stronger. iTunes. Uh, until next week, guys. Stay fake, nerds. <laughs>